think it's better than the porch. <laughs> Hello, Panther fans. Howdy. 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 <laughs> oh, no, you're supposed to say hello. Hello. Okay. God bless her. Always messing Shows up, up stuff. Shows up 20 minutes late. And yeah. Messes up the... Come on, man. Yeah. Dan Rush, rock and roll. Oh, my goodness. This is another edition of the Hell Podcast. And this is going to be different, but I got to say I'm excited about this podcast. Yeah, it's going to be oh, a good yeah, one. Yeah, I've yeah. Been, I've been jazzed about this. And yeah. one day before football season starts, yeah, we yeah. get two killer guests. Yes. Yeah, we, we we bring you the good ones, guys. Hands down, definitely. You get you get two guys that are all rock and roll. I would even say pop boy legends. Yeah. I would even throw that word out and feel comfortable yeah, with it. Let's, let's you get – it's okay. <laughs> I feel comfortable with that. You got you know, an MVP. You got an MVP of the state championship game over here, and you've got the man, the myth, the legend, and then you got Doug was if, with his flamingo shirt on. <laughs> As it should be. Boys, we, we, we have uh, some celebrating today because it's practice eve. It is Merry, practice, Merry practice Eve, everybody. Yeah. One yeah. more sleep. I'm waiting. Have y'all been a good boy this year? Hillard, what's Hillard Clock going to bring you tonight? <laughs> uh, all right. A punch in the gut. Ah, <laughs> hey, did you see him box another day on a Facebook? Bloody, son? A bloody nose. Yeah. This, this is funny. We just came back from Florida, and Ben was asking me, Ben Howard, was like, hey, man, because we were in Fort Myers. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about taking my girlfriend down there. What's a good place? And he was like, I was like, hey, where's your dad live again? He was like, the villages. On our way back, there's this sign that says the village is this way. Right? Yeah. And it was a little, it's a few miles out there. And Alex was like, you should stop by and say hi to Coach Ed. I was like, I'm a, he might punch me. I'm really not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, I, I saw the Facebook video. On the back. Yeah. yeah. He's right. down there still landing them. I'm telling you. Yeah. The guy the, uh, the guy has longer arms than me, and I'm six foot six. <laughs> it's crazy. He's like a gorilla. Yeah. Well, All right. Like, let, let, me, yeah. let me set the stage for everybody at home listening. I am J.R. Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 2010. Over to the right is my idiot brother, also Lightning, also Daryl's right-hand man. Definitely. Also the king of TP, Jerry but, B. I'll tell you if you haven't heard it already, invited, the story afterwards. But not invited to the, the, the pre-football show. Well, I think they had a messy divorce. It was getting bad. It was getting bad. I insulted him too much during that baseball game. He didn't want to work with uh, Mr. Mr. Rock and Roll himself, my idiot brother Heath Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 1995. And over across the table is our usual guest and the guy that's really made a lot of this happen. I give him props. The metal, huh? You're going to hurt Doug's ego before we get the show started. Well, to me, to me, they're all off kilter. Oh, I'm not off kilter. I'm trying to give you your props here. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, the metal detecting king. The uh, the owner of the Precipice Porch and the Honeycomb Hideout, which we are in right now. Our Hall of Famer and the guy with the flamingo shirt on. Mr. Douglas Powers, Pikeville High School, class of 1997. I, I love this shirt. 
it's awesome. I think it reflects my personality as a charismatic leader, to be so totally honest with you. You're saying you're a pink flamingo. So you no, got, I just like, yeah, it's just man. like, I'm in the pool. I'm like pool sitting in the pool. Listen, man, I'm ATP. Is that your, is that your spare animal, Doug, a pink flamingo? No, man. No, I'm it's a just. shirt fan. This is how I work. I, I work good in these situations. The flamingo is, you know, out, you know, strutting at stuff like usual QBs do, you know? Yeah. That's What's wrong with flamingos? I'm on one leg when I come around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with flamingos? They're beautiful. They're majestic birds. I mean, streamlined, beautiful. What else do you want, man? Hey, all right. So I'm going to set this up. We've had both of these guys on before, but having them together, I think it's going to create a bunch of magic for the Hell Podcast. I feel like it would be bad luck to not start with these two right before the season starts. Absolutely. Because you got some generations of Pipeville football at this table. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like 40 years of, of history here. Not only do we have a member of the 87 state championship team, but we also have, and we both know, everybody at this table knows, Branham's equal ratings <laughs> yeah. on the Hell Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like Axel Rose in Pipeville. I don't know how this well, works. Thank you very much. <laughs> Everybody but, a good train wreck. <laughs> we have. I've been a part of a few of them. We have Mr. Jerry B. Branham over here today. Thank you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you. And then back again. Class, class of. What year did you graduate? 78. And Pikeville High School class of 1978 for Mr. Jerry B. And then over here we have, well, Last time that we was on the show, we all cried. Bub had like some kind of special moment. I, Robbie, I was pretty sure he was going to try to ask you out at the end of the podcast. <laughs> we belong together, Robbie. The way Stacy down easier, just tell her the truth. <laughs> Mr. Well, Robbie Wright, and it is class of 1988, am I correct? 1988, yes, 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 everybody give Robbie yeah, a clap. Right here, guys. Good to be back. Today, you know, today is, gonna, is just going to be a different episode. There's not going to be any segments. We're just going to be talking and having some good old conversations about Pikeville High School. It's a little too early to start dissecting the season. We're going to have yeah. a preseason for that, but, you know, stuff's going to come up, but, you know. This episode is kind of just to get you all hyped up for football. I mean, I know it don't take much for everybody to get hyped up for I'm football, but, up, you know, man. this is just bring it up a notch. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 12 hours out right now. I'm ready to go. Yeah. But before we do that, I got to give a special thanks to our sponsors because without them, the show, what you see here, would not be possible. That is Bruce Walters Ford. That is Faith Pharmacy. Yeah. That is yes, First Guard Fence, and that is City Tire. Thank you to all four of you guys. Great. We love you, and, you know, shop local. Yeah, and shop Rob, local. Robbie's clapping because his wife will come over here. And yeah. Also, we're going to be able to, with good sponsors like that, and listen, I know every single person sponsoring this show personally, we're going to be able to do some cool things for these kids. Yeah. That's why it's a good thing. <laughs> and, you know, sponsors and the Hell Podcast, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good year. So, I say we do this. I say we get. Usually, we got shout outs right here. But I just want to go ahead and get it. I'm just too excited, man. We you just want to go in? I just did. did. Okay, I it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keith has uh, hearing damage from the rock star. From, uh, the railroad. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Bo's going to be over here. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I already did it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Well, first off, gentlemen, 
how y'all doing today? Yeah, I'm great. Honestly, happy to be here. It's been it's been a great summer. Uh, ready for football? Like I say, uh, I kind of get the feeling, and I'll just throw this out there. Uh, around, just talking to my son. Of course, my son Sam is sophomore this year, and some of his buddies. It's kind of like the season never really ended last year. You gotta, yeah. I mean, that's a crazy yeah. kind of yeah. uh, maybe notion, but it's like it never really ended. They're just going to kind of pick up because it's kind of unfinished business. Heard I mean, that you know, from several people, you know, coaches. It's like, really? it's like we took it on the chin. didn't end up the way, but it didn't really end. We just kind of segued into a new a new game. So yeah. that's the way I kind of feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. How you doing, Jerry B? I'm fired up, ready to go. When you start this uh, spring practice, everybody gets a feeling. I mean, we don't have to wear masks down there this year. Everybody's yeah, going to see everybody. You're going to see yeah. your buddies. Yeah. Last year, you saw eyeballs, and a lot of them were red. Back to normal. There's going to be no second guessing this time. Exactly. Want, are we going to have a season? Yeah. Are we not going to have a season? It's basically all those worries, I think, are behind us now. You know, that was a distraction. I mean, yeah. A lot of here in practice, they can hit. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean. Man, they were just Football happy to play season, man. Games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be great to actually see a Pikeville Belfry game this year. That's not, you know, just closed in where no one can come in. You know, only certain people. Oh wait, and Isaac Dixon's playing. Oh, we want to make sure now. Uh oh. Oh yeah, we've got to add that in there. Yeah, but you know. It's going to be great that everybody can get in there because there were Belfry people sitting on the bank last year yeah. watching that game. It's a cool game. And now they're all going to be able to get Pikeville people all in there. Man, it's going to be wild. Well, it's going to be back to normal. Games. It's always wild when it's normal. You know, yeah. And it's going to be we'll back. We've got schedule yeah. now. Last year, we were begging for games. Yeah. 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 Huh. Absolutely. Yeah, last year, I say, there was a couple of weeks where we didn't know who we were playing yeah. until – Couple games ahead. Thirty-six of hours. Well, you, you, go, you got to go down and pick yeah. up Henry Clay and yeah, I mean, LCA. when you take a, a team like Lexington Christian and you take them with one day to one do day. kind of like a walkthrough and then have to go down there and play them, that's that's a team with a lot of D one players. That's a team that was one or two points away from winning the state championship last year. Now I think we might be able to have a chance against them. I mean, oh, we had a chance. We just we played. We didn't play very well. And let me tell me. Let me throw this out there to you guys. Let's hear it. All right. It was there was no question that Lexington Christian was prepared for us. Uh, they played. They had a good game plan. They were ready. Now, in my mind, they had been preparing a lot more than one day. I think somehow, some way, I don't know how. But they knew they were going to play us on Friday. And I, you call, may call me crazy, but I think they had they had a, a more notice than we did that that game was going to happen. Friday. You, got, you got a point, Robbie. I mean, I really do. I think because what what game do we have normally have scheduled or regularly scheduled but canceled? I don't remember. Ah, uh, who was that? Lawrence County. Lawrence County. Yeah. Okay. I think they it had, was. They had an outbreak and yeah. they and they had to cancel with COVID. Somehow, I think that Lexington Christian was knew that we were going to end up coming down there and playing before before we did. And uh, wasn't it their only home game? I, I, it I was. think it was. it was. Yeah. And this year, see, this is something that I, I had a little problem with. We went down there and played them at home last year. We're going back and playing them at home this year. Yeah. It's usually know. home and away. Uh, it, you know, and that's just – Seems no, like just out of cure, uh, courtesy they come out here. That's yeah. Crazy. Well, you know, there's – of course, we didn't have to go down there and play last 
Well, yeah. dude, have we thrown the schedule out? I've got it right here. Well, let's hear it. There okay, we've got August 20th, Evangel Christian, which actually, I know people look at that and they go, never heard of it. Okay. However, I'm one of them. Brandon, okay, <laughs> I know. But listen, well, you're right I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I have some good contacts down there. And I'm telling you, Brandon Bender, star basketball player, uh, I think at Ballard. Think now he's there. I think that Matt and them played him in he the Sweet did 16. Play for a game exactly. Game. Sure did. So he has had a very successful AAU situation. And uh, the thing is, he has brought in players from lots of places. Uh, they have four or five transfers. They've got it. And I don't know if that has translated into football. I, I don't know. And, and so you don't know what you're looking at there. They could have some athletes. It's private Christian school. Uh, then we got Bourbon County, August 28th. Paintsville, September 3rd. Those first three games at home. Uh, we're open September 10th. Then we are <clears> – <throat> this is going to oh, be tough. Wow. I see. Go ahead. Go ahead. At Belfry, at Lexington Christian, at Madison Central. Three weeks in a row. And really, guys, those first – three, four games. I mean, it always is, and I think Mac designs it that way. I like the way we do that. Yeah. Uh, then we play Sayer, Phelps, and then we're at Hazard, which might be one of my – that I've circled that on the calendar yeah, me too. for a minute. That, yeah. That, me too. That, yeah. yeah. Where well could be and should be the WIMT game. It should be. Uh, I've already sent that out to Troy. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, then it's weird. We've got a new school, and we don't know anything about them. I've, con- I've talked to the coaches – we just don't know a lot about them. Yeah. Castlewood, Virginia. Yeah. They look competitive. Don't know a lot about them. You know, they're bigger than us. They're a bigger school than us, but, you know, don't know a lot about them. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, in my opinion, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, are we going to go undefeated by this schedule? I don't know. I don't we know. we go undefeated with this schedule, uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're pretty daggone good. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I don't want to throw the U word out there the day before practice starts. But, yeah. I will. Uh, I always pick us to go undefeated. But but I think this thing, and here's why, Heath. I think these guys got a chip on their shoulder bad. Well, yeah, they do. No question about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, just the few I know just are just. The, the, the difficulty of that schedule, Doug, that's, yeah. that's it, got to be, if it's not the hardest schedule in 1A, it's definitely top three. Oh, I'd say it's the hardest in well, one. Yeah. You, you can't tell, you can't have an off week. I mean, no. There's no there's no room for an off week in this schedule at all. No. And when you have that that's something, Robbie, you might be able to speak to this, but last year that's kind of what I saw. It, and we were a young team. You have to expect that from underclassmen. That's how you learn. And that's how you learn. They had some excellent seniors leave. Yeah. And and yeah, they did it right. Okay. But man, it's hard to bring it every single week. Yeah. With injuries, you're bruised up. You're playing one of the toughest schedules in Kentucky football for the size of our school, period. Well, I mean, when you're Pikeville, you're always going to have that red X on yeah, you back yeah, anyway, yeah. plain and simple. Everybody's Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody's Super Bowl. Every, every Friday. You come down to Hambly or, or, you know, we take it on the road, they're, they're looking to beat you, and they're looking to send a message because, you know, you're the – well, I'm not going to say the king, but you no. are the the you're class of 1A. Everybody wants to be. It's yes. a brand. You are a brand. Those yeah. three road games will tell you a lot about oh, yeah. what they got. Absolutely. You know what you I like? find out yeah. what you got you know and what, I, what you don't got. It, Jerry, one of the things I like, though, is we get a few home games first. Right. We ne- we don't usually get that. It's yeah. just kind of aligned. I like that with this squad. And there's kind of some – I mean, listen, whenever you got Chad Pennington's son and Sayer, mm-hmm. 
over there. I mean, and that's a district game. And that's committed a district game. district game. Yeah, committed yeah. to Marshall. I mean, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. And uh, you know, you've got to go play them. And last year, in the first half at least, they were moving the ball against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, maybe we were a little bit asleep because we turned it on in the second half. But you can't fall asleep on that. No. And they're going to get better. So, I mean, like like Robbie said, you have to come out every single week this year and prove what you got. What, from, my, from what I saw, that quarterback has excellent footwork. You can tell he works on that. And a lot of quarterbacks do. It's critical. Yeah, Footwork is the first stage. It's the foundation of being a good quarterback. His problem was you got to get some linemen. He didn't have nobody to block. He really yeah. didn't. Yeah. I mean, he, now listen, were they quick and fast? Yeah. But I promise you, when you got Landon Hammock and some of those hogs up there pressing on you all game, second half is going to be rough. We was watching them warm-ups last year, and we was like, we ain't got no blocking. Nah, yeah. We ought to be all over this game. Yeah. That's so. what, if Chad was smart, I guarantee he's probably had them linemen in every lineman camp that he could probably yeah. find and all that stuff. But, you know, we'll see what happens. And as far as, you know, the rest of the schedule goes, I want to see if we can make it a three-peat this year, gentlemen. Y'all don't know, like, for me to see that bunch in red beat us for 14 straight years. And then we got the one, Mm -hmm. and then it looked like there was going to be another streak there. And then, you know, 19, we took care of business. And then last year, in upset fashion, because everybody's picking against us. Yeah. We went over there, and in a COVID year, beat Belfry. With Isaac Dixon. That was here, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, that was here. That was here. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Whipped them up front. Whipped them up front. That's the first time I've seen that happen in a long here's my, time. Here's my question, Jr. and I'm wondering, your guys, because you've seen the kid play, you know, the Dixon kid, will he be moved from the wing? Because let's face it, when you play that left wing or right wing, you're not going to get as many touches. He gets five or six a game, right? Will he be Will he be their feature back, though? Oh, 100%. Because they yeah. usually run a big, tough fullback back there that gets more carries. But I'm curious, that's – I, I was sitting over there speaking to one of uh, Belfry's <clears throat> assistant coaches, and, you know, he made a bold uh, statement. He said, uh, Isaac Dixon is the best running back that Belfry's ever had. Better than Doug. Better than David. Better than any one of them. Dustin May, all of them. And Doug. I'm sorry, Hatfield, I can't. Hatfield. Jimmy Bevan. Jimmy Bevan. I mean. Ones, man. Greg Barney. Greg Varney. I mean, it might have Doug's time. Dale Oliver yeah. and uh, uh, JJ, uh, uh, JJ Hill. Yeah. Well, Hill, and Hill was a quarterback. didn't you guys have just a knockdown drag out with them in the late 70s? We, it was after we played. They never played us. Wow. Went through four years there huh. playing at Pipeville. They didn't, we didn't play them in a JV game or nothing. Weird. That's crazy. And then they, they we had such a. Us. We, I mean, <laughs> that's like one of the longest rivalries yeah. in. Well, this. Belfry Pikeville is uh, this area's St. X and Trinity. Yeah. hundred yeah. yeah. oh. percent. I oh, mean. Yeah, I think that, that goes without, without question. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean it, it, it's the biggest rivalry in the mountain. It, it really is because it gets everybody in the state's attention is on this game. You know, and especially now, it had kind of lost its luster a little bit because Belfry went on a big streak and, yeah. and just beat us up well, and beat us to death. But, but you know, since – 2014, people have started paying attention to that game a lot more. Well, that's right around when Mingo Central started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, whoever had yeah. that idea, I'm going to send them a Christmas basket, like a fruit <laughs> basket every year. Just t- give me a name. Just somebody out there. Just throw me a name. They're going to get a 
fruit basket. I would like to see. <laughs> there you go. There's another. I actually would like to see that become a rivalry myself, just because you know of yeah. the. No, they um, play man-to-man defense, which is severely bad. Misjudgment well, of course. That, I don't even know how that happened. But before that game, for a local game. You that, had like a pre-fight press conference that was the with biggest both crowd. teams. Yeah. You know, you had the Avengers thing. They had the whole clocks that was like countdown to beat down and had, you know, all the, the faces on there. JR, was, it's the biggest crowd I've seen at Hambly since yeah, when yeah. you guys played. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I, I, I think sure I feel comfortable we saying that. We were five that. deep all the way around yeah. with the fence there I, and, the, and the stands. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was literally. On the river. Yeah, there were I mean, literally was Mingo fans fighting each other trying to get up there yeah. to sit down. I mean, that was that, awesome. That's how, that's how it was crowded. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, your son, Tanner, was actually telling me that, that the only thing he's ever seen close to that was when Pikeville played, I think, Middlesboro back in the early 2000s. Mm. And said that there was people, the, the baseball dugouts were filled with people. So it was amazing for me to get to see that type of atmosphere for a high school football game. And for what the show we put on, I, I, it was a good day to be a Panther fan. Robbie then played in front of big fans like every, oh, week, yeah, every week. I remember seeing the crowd. The, for the Johns Creek crowd. That was, that was unbelievable. <laughs> it was, crowd. You can say people say eight, nine, ten deep around that old Johns Creek field. They were, standing, they were standing on the roof of Metamark down there. <laughs> Robbie, they was telling me that, or I saw the picture of it or the video, when you all played Beachwood and it was like 10 degrees and it was for the is in the semifinals. Actually, it was zero when the game started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here in Pikeville? Zero. No. When, no at Beachwood, the state semifinals, it was zero. Snap Phillips. Okay. Always say it all the way up till he died. That was the coldest game he'd ever The, the ground would freeze if you had a, there was a little bit of water on the field. You play on one end of the field for a few minutes, you go to the other, it would be frozen over, thin sheet of ice over the mud bubble. It was that cold. Wind chill was about 10 below. Yeah, wind blowing straight, straight from north to south off from that river. And, and here's the funny thing about it. We played Beachwood on a Friday, of course. One week later, we played the state finals at Louisville, and it was 65 degrees and sunny. <laughs> it was a beautiful, beautiful fall day, or winter day, I guess. Yeah. Guys, nobody yeah. understands this. I was a water boy. Listen, I'm on highlight films. I slid into that'll knock like four guys down in the state championship game. It was bad. But I'm telling you, that Beachwood game gave me anxiety. Because you remember the thing, the water we had we had those hoses you would squirt, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It would freeze. But yeah. in between timeouts is how cold it was. It was awful. You couldn't get your cleats in the ground. It was that cold. Playing on concrete. Yeah, it was. Well, you gotta think, I mean, just a few miles north of where that stadium is. Is where the coldest game in NFL history was played. And what was it, Jerry? 80 or 81? 81. And think about it, I was at both games. Robbie and we was there when they played the uh, Chargers. Yeah, the Bengals played the Chargers <laughs> in the playoffs and Dan Fouts was playing, and it was, oh, oh Lord. It was I mean, it, it, it in was the playing, negatives. Yeah. In yes. the negatives. Uh, With yeah. the wind chill, too, blowing off that river, man. It, it was bad. Yeah, the only place I've I have personally felt it worse is Marshall Stadium because it's on the river, and like in the spring, it just is. Oh man, it's it's miserable. But that was bad, and it was later. It just it used to. It felt like. See, and the weird part is, Heath, when we were in high school, I don't remember a lot of games 
that were that cold? A few, but like when you get into like late November, I you see what i want to know is, is and i want to ask this question you know because robbie robbie you just won the the one in 87 that's right first one. you know we've we've won two state championships in the past decade right but the one thing we've had trouble with, and I ain't trying to blame nobody. This no. is just me pointing out a, a, an assessment here. Sure. We have trouble repeating. 87 and 88 did not have that problem. Or 89. <laughs> or 89. I want to know what. how did they keep that edge the next year? You know, how did they keep that edge, you know, when you've already tasted glory? How did you keep it up from there? You know what I mean? That's a that's a really good question. Well, one thing is, to be honest with you, that the, the level of talent uh, was probably uh, one in a hundred years. You know, what I mean, uh, you had talent. You know, my senior year, the second team, you really can't call them a second team. They were as, basically as good as the first team. They were just a year behind. So yeah, the, 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 the kids talent, who were rookies when you were a senior won a state mm-hmm. title in '89. Exactly. But, so. And and Robert, you, you pointed this out. You showed me that newspaper. But how many? And I, I would I would love to, someone to tell me this. Has there ever been a Class A team been ranked number one in all classes? Yeah, I can show you. I, I, I mean, because we were. Yeah. I mean, I think the, that was the last time Dave Contrero put a mountain team anywhere. Near I mean, it, that's hard to do. Yeah. And uh, so even yeah. they, you know, if y'all can make that, that's your greatest feat right there, Robbie. Y'all can make a believer out of Dave Contrero. Well, that's what Howard said just to me. You can see. Obviously, rating the state. We were we were ranked first in the state. Trinity number two behind us. Covington Catholic three. Madison Central four. Mayfield five. Louisville Mail was six behind us. Shelby County was seven. But we were one. And Trinity Louisville Trinity was two well, statewide. All, and all classes. One of the longest winning streaks at the time in, in the, the nation. Yeah, in yeah. the nation. Yeah. Uh, was there any type of grumbling when you guys played that uh, maybe Mayo or Trinity wanted to play you guys? Uh, we heard some talk about that, frankly, Heath. Uh, you know, it never it never was going to happen. Yeah, it never the, came to fruition. The schedules were locked in, but there was some jawboning about that, and I I would have lined up against Trinity any time, day or night. <laughs> I know you would have any, hey. any, any time. Yeah, I, mean, I would I wouldn't have bet against you boys. No, I couldn't do that much. Really. But to, to answer your question, I mean, really, the, the talent was just, I mean, the level of talent for those three years. Of course, there's been talented teams after. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that. But that group, it that's one every, every 100 years. Yeah. You had that yeah. kind. And you couldn't really help but keep the edge because the talent was so was so high. You, you had to come to practice yeah. every day. And you had to work yeah. hard or you're going to lose your spot. Yeah. And yeah. You, everybody pushed each other. and It was kind of, you know, and the really, it was kind of expected. Yeah. That you were going to win. I mean, that year, my senior year, and the year after, it was there wasn't really any other option. I think that kind of set the tone for the next like thirty years. And I guarantee Hiller didn't let you boys think anything other than y'all were going to win the state championship. There was never a conversation that didn't have that as the one ever. And see that carried on after you guys, and and I, I don't know if that started when you guys did that. I can't remember. But but I'll tell you, like even when I got, it was just an expectation that if you didn't win a state title, 
it was kind of a disappointing yeah. year in a way, you know. I mean, yeah. just how it was. Hey, Jerry B. So you, you I, watching football games with Jerry B. You're gonna learn a whole lot. Oh yeah. You're gonna learn. You're gonna learn that. about what's yeah. on the field, and you're gonna learn what happened in the past as well. You were in the stands watching these boys. I was. I had a brother-in-law play too. Yes, and Mr. Yeah. Sean Neely. Sean Neely. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> he was a beast. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. And great baseball player. Great baseball yeah. player. Your brother-in-law played too. Noah Kong. Noah Kong's on that yeah. team. That's right. I, that year, see, I've got to play them. Watch them play the whole year before, and I knew what they had. Well, I joined the Navy, and I was gone. I saw the first Beachwood game. It got lightning down. Yeah, lightning and then the Beachwood game you was talking about, that uh, where it's so cold, we drove in for it. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be that cold. I wouldn't have <laughs> 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 I froze to death up there, but it was worth watching, man. Anthony Munoz. Yeah. Munoz. And, uh, yeah. Anthony Munoz, Bengals. Well, I guess he's a Hall of Famer. What was it? Uh, what What did you see out there from that bunch? I saw a hungry bunch wanting a ring. Yeah. And uh, Coach had every – he wouldn't let you think beyond the next game. Yeah. Never talked about state championships. And I know, you know, you think about it back then, he would uh, do a little bit on TV and newspaper and stuff. So, hey, you know, we're going to be pretty good. we got a lot of work to do. And, you know, him knowing, man, we got a good team. We could win this thing. Yeah. He never would say, yeah. He never did say, yeah, we're, we're pretty good. Yeah. Got a lot of work to do now. Got yeah. To do, we got to get back to work tomorrow. He never let you boys just, like, <laughs> oh, he never was, let you settle not, down. not much celebrating until it was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't really any celebrating. It was really, truly, it was, uh, it was real business-like, to be honest with you. I mean, there was, we had great fans, a great following, great support. But it was really each game was just kind of like a business transaction. You, know, yeah. you went out, you executed, you did it over, you beat people, beat people as bad as you could, you walked off the field. Nobody said a whole lot. Yeah. You know, you'd shake hands, slap a high five in the locker room, get on the bus and go home, do it again. Yeah. And nobody really ever got really too high until it was over. Yeah. And when it was over, then it exploded. I do have a question <laughs> yeah. for you, and, and we don't get this a lot, and I'd like to get both of your viewpoints on this. I'll start with Robbie. You know, I grew up in an era where we saw a lot of consolidation. Mm-hmm. But I remember as a kid seeing you guys have some killer battles with Johns Creek mm-hmm. uh, and some other schools. Do you think consolidation has hurt Eastern Kentucky football? Or do you think that was just a necessary yeah, next step? I, I, think it was I'm a, I, I want to get Jerry B's take on that, too. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think it was necessary. I, yeah. I really do. I from, think I think uh, From an academic standpoint. Yeah, from, all around. I think the county yeah. schools, and you know, they've uh, – they're putting together, all of them are putting together good programs. Yeah, they're, they you know, they're working hard. They're, all, all the county programs are solid now, in my opinion. I think they do. They they play competitive, even if they their records aren't the best. They play competitive games, and I'm real proud of them. I mean, Pike Central puts out a good team every yeah, year. You know, yeah. Chevy Valley, you know, puts out a good team. Phelps and Eastridge, they all, you know, they they're 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 playing competitive and they're playing hard. So I think, yeah, I think it was a, it was a good thing. Salvation was a good thing. I agree with Robbie. It was necessary. If you look at the schools, say Burgie, Elkhorn City, Mullins, mm-hmm. Jenkins, their schools are just falling down. Yeah. They had to do something about yeah. that. I mean, you know, yeah, Elkhorn yeah. City, always tough football, man. Yeah. And it would save money to make one school exactly. instead of four. Well, you know? I mean, to prove y'all's point, look at Jenkins now. Yeah. Jenkins now is what Burgie and Elkhorn and all of them would have been had they not. They went on in with uh, Letcher Central. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like 
Fleming Neon, Wheelwright, those teams we played, man, good football teams, but yeah. little schools that's falling out of the cold camps. And, you know, oh. that that makes me very thankful that our school mm-hmm. has been able to sustain yeah. that this level of play when you've got schools like that, no disrespect to them, that are, you know, having tough times, those smaller schools that didn't consolidate. You know, it makes you thankful that we stayed this course as well as as long as JR, we are. It, 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 listen, it's not even small school. It yeah. wasn't too long ago we didn't laugh at Johnson Central. Yeah. We would go down there and whip them by 40. Yeah. And it, it's, they finally got somebody that built a culture yeah. and a program, and now they're a four. Dude, they're a state force. Well, they're a 5A school. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that don't hurt anything. Like, no. <laughs> if you got, I told you last week, Doug, they finally figured out how big they were. Well, yeah. I mean, I would leave there going, you got 5,000 kids. You can find 12 or 13 that yeah. can play ball, baby. Let's go. I want to bring this up, and this may start some crap. <laughs> But this transitioning from He's Hillary. He's always the guy that does Yeah, that. yeah. Transitioning I from. I well, well, both of you. Well, you know, know, we got the Robson blood. Controversy's always, you know, there. But anyway, I want to give. I Phil Paywood deserves a lot of credit, okay? Mm-hmm. I give him that. But when you look at Chris McNamee, for one, you're at a 1A school. Okay, you're you're averaging forty to forty five kids a year. Now we've had bigger turnouts lately because of the success and everything else. Granted, but when you have you know Haywood gets seventy five to eighty kids out a year, and he gets that's probably a low back low. Yeah, that's it's more. Low. I would say yeah, close would say to 90, 90, 95. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, you're right. And you know, but Coach Mike, you have to develop what you've got. So you take a kid that looks all right when he first comes out, and then you have to develop him for more for years to come and get him in a weight room and get him in a routine and everything. You have to take that player and depend on him when over there, you know, if you if you can't play, we got another guy right behind of you that, that can play. And I just want to say that, you know, yeah, Philip Haywood deserves a lot of credit, but a guy like Chris McNamee that's had to do that, I mean, I think he's right up in that conversation. Oh, there's no question. I mean, I, I've said it for many years. It just as far as pure coaching goes, the lower grade, the lower classes, you know, one, two, and three, the smaller schools, you have to be a great coach mm-hmm. in order to to keep a, a competitive program and consistently to be, yeah. be consistently good. Yes, right. to be consi- consistently competing for state championships, yeah. which is the expectations down here. Right, wrong, fair, unfair, whatever you want to call it. But that's where it has to be, and, and I think that's where Chris McNamee well, shines above Also, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, and I've seen – I saw Robbie and them play as a kid, and then I saw the early 90s, played in the mid-90s, late 90s, and then the 2000s. Guys, I'm not <coughs> kidding you. When you saw Sean Neely, Tim Honek, those – they look like men. They, they, and they put time in the weight room, and they also had natural gifts. Yeah. There for a while, I did not see that. It, I, I always thought, when even a, against compared to my teams, I was like, man, they're small. They look like little kids out there. Yeah. But I'm telling you, now these kids are putting time in the weight room, and they yeah. are Killing magnifying it. Absolutely. their potential. And I want to I ask this. Robbie, how many kids did you all have out total on a 87 on team? On 87 team, we had 65. 65 big, kids. Big turnout. Big turnout yeah. for the age seventeen. Big expectations. Everybody knew. Yeah. Even though we kind of whispered about it, how yeah. good we were, everybody kind of knew it. Yeah. We had, we had a big 
I think there were 65 when the season ended. And right. then you've got Hillard also taking, Jerry B knows about this, 22 daggone kids and take them to the state yeah. final. So it's not 72? just Chris. Was that 72? Yeah. 72. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, what I meant. Jerry so. the King. Jerry Halls, all state linebacker. Yeah. 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 Leading, I think he's got the most tackles in one game of all time. They're like yeah. 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jr. Flirted, flirted with his record two different times when he played. Uh, but, yeah, and uh, you know, but you guys had good teams in '86 and '85. Oh, had really good teams. Yeah, I've yeah. heard stories about that yeah. bunch. We had a great team. That kind of built built the, uh, you know, the kind of built it up. Yeah, we did, and the practices were so competitive, man. I mean, they were just so, you know, I mean, when you when you were uh, going one on one against a guy that was basically as good as you were. Yeah. You know, I mean, every practice, day in and day out. I mean, you had to get. Yeah, and they had a full house going there to watch them practice. We did. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we had, had full, we probably had 300 people that no practice. But I, I just yeah. want to see, like, I'll call him out. I want to see Philip Haywood have a practice where he has to go half line. You know what I'm saying? Where you don't have enough kids where you have to go half line and practice that way instead of having 70, 80 kids. And that's what some of our coaches had to do back in the day. Because you didn't have enough kids out there, and some of them that was out there wasn't even ready yet. Couldn't play a lick. You know? Freshmen. We had to dress freshmen out just to show what we had a bunch of players. Yeah. You know, they didn't have a chance to get down on the field. We just mostly coach out. And, and you guys had to play down in cold country, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Before even – I mean, I don't mean Harlan. I mean the – before Harlan, like the – what were some of those Lynch. teams? Lynch. Lynch was Lynch. always a big Lynch. 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 And, you know, another thing, too, is, like, you all had 65 kids out that year, right? Right. That would be considered a down year for Belfry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or John, Johnson Central, they think about closing the tag-on program down. They had 65 kids. Their out. JV team has that many. I mean, it's that's, that's true. That's you know, just class A, well, class their, B. Their, class their junior high team is so big, they split it up in 7th yeah. and 8th. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's more. Uh, that's how they have to do it because they've got so many kids playing. Yeah, so, I mean... I just, I, I just love to see that everybody wants to talk down about 1A football, you know, because the we can't compete with the bigger schools. Yet Pikeville consistently does it every year, every year. We schedule them every year. We schedule them every single year. Starts right? with that schedule. Jr. Yeah. was uh, talking to one of his friends while back on the phone from North Carolina, and they had a, they, they've got a pretty good program down there in North Carolina where they're at. He lived up here for a while, and he's like, yeah, we'd come down there and we'd whoop you Pikeville boys and all that stuff. I said, I'll tell you what, you may do it, you may not, but you also wouldn't be the first one coming down there thinking that and leaving them hills with butt whooping. Yeah, seen that before. I mean, it's not what, two years ago? The Mountains had four state champions in one year? Yeah. It was 20. Yeah. 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 No, you're fine. Yeah, last year. Three of the six were were from the mountains, and you had two other mountain teams make state championship games. Yeah. We beat Paintsville and Belfry beat Belfry. So, uh, you know, there was – Wait, but Somerset. Somerset. And remember, there are mountains in Somerset. And yes, there are mountains yeah. in Pulaski County. And I've seen. Listen, <laughs> that quarterback at Somerset, who's now at UK, yeah. that dude has ice water in his veins. I have never seen a state championship come down to a final drive. And listen, he wasn't playing some sorry. That's Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. They, they expect to win it every year. And that kid just marched him. It was amazing. I, 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 I saw heard that. I, it heard, was I didn't amazing. see the game. I saw the play. Now, yeah. I was listening to the game because I, 
Somerset was the last one to play, and I was like, man, I want that mountain sweep real bad. Yeah. Real yeah. bad. And yeah. Mayfield was up, and, and it was late in the game, and I, I turned it off. I was like, well, oh, well, you know, two out of six ain't bad. We'll take a third of the state, state championship. And then somebody put on the Twitter or Facebook coin, and he's like, looks like Somerset wins on a Hail Mary in the last play. I was like, well, that's awesome. So yeah. Then I watched the play. It was, it was great, dude. That, that cat was uh, – he was in control. Ain't no doubt about that. Yeah. It's good. It's always good to, you know, have the mountains well represented. Well, right? and, you know, you can always, like you say, you know, Belfry, consistent excellence every year. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're our rival, but yeah. you got to take your hats off to those guys. Yeah. Every year they, they're they're going to carry their weight in 3A. And I'm happy for them. You know, always, yeah. we always want to compete with them. But, it's a battle. Yeah. Hey, and that's and what I, I love. That's a yeah. Belfry put mountain football exactly. on Exactly. Coach Haywood and those folks over there take it. They take a lot of pride in it. You got to give them that, and I'm, you know, I'm happy for their success. I really am. I hope they continue success. Well, we both need it. Sure. I, I think that that rivalry would hurt unless we both could yeah. could really could really. Uh, if we lost that, it would hurt Eastern Kentucky. Sure it would. You know, it would. Yeah. You need Jonathan Central. You need Belfry. You need Pible. You need Hazard. You know, you need well, all these folks. You know, when you got people down in Central Kentucky, Kentucky <clears throat> talking about Eastern Kentucky football. You don't want to just have that. Well, you got the one team yeah. out there, you know. Yeah. And it's been when like you that start before. naming two or three, yeah. then that brings a lot of respect to everybody. You know, well, you got Pikeville, you got Belfry, you know, you know when you can name Johnson Central, when you yeah. can name three Bell or four County. teams, yeah. Bell County, yeah. you know, if you just always say, well, it's just Pikeville's only team up there, anybody can have one good thing, you know. So to, for us to be represented all all over East Kentucky is a good thing. Well, so, the one team that. A part of me is happy that they're having trouble because we have a, a, a pretty big hatred for them at Pikeville. But I also want to see them get back up there because I want to have competitive game with them and whip their butts. It's Prestonsburg. Boys, I mean, how many good Prestonsburg's teams do you all remember when you they're all played? Boys. Well, they were good. They the were best, like us. The best team, good, listen, boys, the best team in Prestonsburg history was last year, but they were just called Pikeville. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But listen, I'll tell you what. In the early, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to copyright that. That was a travesty. It's ridiculous. They got to wear paintable jerseys. That was half the Prestonsburg team. However, however, hey, they didn't break any laws or anything. But here, this needs to be said. Good luck now. Yeah, you know now you gotta, you know it's not gonna happen again. Boys, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, I have no. The reason I have no respect for them is because <laughs> I have never seen a team run from another team like Paintsville ran they from us. Paintsville ran from us last year. They had every opportunity to play us, and they run, and they'll openly admit that they run. I mean, when you go on. Bluegrass Rivals. Well, their fans openly admitted mm. they didn't want to play. This is why I do the show, because this starts right I mean, that, that's what, uh, that's I what like I'm saying. We're not, we're not saying anything that's not true. We're not saying anything that's not true. Okay? We're not making any of this up. No. no. I mean, this is, it, it, you know, uh, so, you know, when we go down there to paints and play this year, I'm going to get oh, they come here. They come they here. here, yeah. They were uh, supposed to play here last year. we go back up there next year. Uh, Hall of Fame a, game, he. Yeah. Hall of Fame game. Some paint and paint a big maroon asterisk next to that state championship. Also, don't you boys, <laughs> don't you boys. I agree with that. I yeah. think there should be an asterisk right there because they didn't have to play us. Yeah. Now, but didn't you boys have a little trouble down there uh, doing the, 
the uh, Facebook Live video? Oh, Let's get into that. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, not down there, no. Didn't they yell at you? No, or, or not kick down you out there. No, that was, was up here. That was up here. But, but no, wasn't their folks. fans? Wasn't their fans mad at you or no, something? Do no, I remember we that? Didn't, we, we didn't even fight that battle. Because I remember that. here, you called me. I was like, "What? What is going on?" Yeah. No, no. At, at the Paintsville game, we had people on the left and right just cheering us on, like, "Heck yeah, we love watching you boys <laughs> over there." Yeah. You know, we were right in the middle of the crowd, in, in uh, the Pikeville crowd. And I'm going crazy. He's going crazy. Everybody's going crazy because we just uh, kept, what was it? We stopped them when uh, John Collin got that interception. Boom. Boom. Yep. Mentioned again. Yep. Already. There you go. John yep. So we got a we got John Collin mention. John uh, Collin has a girlfriend now, by the way. Uh, well, just make sure you get them eggs and bacon ready in the morning. That's all I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna get married, and she's gonna sire John Collins' children. Sure <laughs> he is. That that's uh, that's not that's not a scary thought. Well, it kind of is, but uh, let's just hope they come to Pikeville. That's all. I'm I told about. you. I saw him running laps over there, hundred degree weather, just for fun. Yeah. And I was like, you just what are you doing? He goes, I'm getting John Collins is, running. is, is yeah. the Jack Lambert of this generation. Yeah. Of He's been mid good player. Show. Good since player. We saw. Yeah. 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 Good player. Bench player. But. I, no, the the but I mean you've heard about the different things from Paintsville over the years, you know the the controversies that they've had down there, coaches complaining about how they were treated and the fans and everything else. Uh, yeah, they, I think what you're thinking about, Doug, is Raceland. They physically threatened Raceland. Yeah, yeah, might have been that. Box. It was right they, around the same. One of their yeah. coaches told one of Raceland's coaches who was up there filming that if they didn't get off the press box, he was gonna throw them. Out. But, you know, what do you expect? It's painful, man. Yeah. It's painful. I don't know how to act. The one thing, you know, I hear back in the 80s, you know, speaking of painful, I hear back in the 80s, the Thrilla and Pike Villa or whatever they called it. Uh, What was that? That, uh, that was after Robert Graham. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. Year. That was uh, when Joey Count was the senior. Yeah. So, I mean, you had all that. And then when you guys played, y'all didn't play even Pines. play painful. Yeah, painful wasn't even in our I history. did. And, uh, they I guess, started the year after I, I graduated. Doug, I guess we could say we played them. It was a game. It just wasn't close. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you something. When you well, about they had a quarterback named Chad Walters, didn't they? No. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't think so. Uh, go he ahead, Rob. He was a good football player. So a little known of people who played on the team remember, but this is a little anecdote. Jerry may remember this. I don't know. My senior year, we played Paintsville at Paintsville. And that was their homecoming game. Oh, wow. That's, that's a slap. Oh, my God. Homecoming game. Did that motivate you guys we to just be, wear we, them out? We beat them 59 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's their homecoming game on their field. Sweet. So, that, that's a little known. I, I, bet, I bet Walter Brew was ready to fire. Everybody at the homecoming dance the next day know. listening to that 80s music. I don't know if you can even fight when it's 59 <laughs> points, guys. Like, well, you don't get you, mad at that. You can you have me. a homecoming dance the next day when all you football players are showing up in wheelchairs? <laughs> they did have athletes, especially at that time, but they just were better at basketball, probably. But, you know. Oh, Lord, I don't want to hear about Pikes. Well, kind of, let me throw this out. What kind of crowds are we going to have this year, guys? What do y'all expect? I, I think it might be one awesome. of the greatest football years Energy. Ever. Just energy. energy just think, people Jerry, being happy. I think it will be. We want it. Yeah. I want to get down there beside that field and holler and well, get a little nuts. It never hurts when you're good. Well, well, that's that's true, Wait, sure. we just and heard a brand. 
say he wants to get nuts up. <laughs> this could be the greatest year ever. Well, I gotta yeah. go for like, oh, <laughs> he always gets nuts up. That's oh, I like tell that's you. Like, Brandon saying they're gonna get nuts. It's like saying the sun come out. <laughs> we know that's gonna happen. It's gonna be a good year. Well, uh, Jerry B, you you uh, you know we're trying to get him on the show. Uh, wink, wink. There to Matt Branham and Blake Branham. But I'm sure you've heard a little bit about their junior high team this have. year. What do you think is going to be happening there this year? Matt is telling me that they're going to be very good. Not going to be a passing team. Me and Doug talked about yeah, that. It's not going to be a passing team like he has been. And he's got two big stud running backs down there. So uh, he's yeah. going to use them accordingly. I keep and, hearing and about that's, this, well, man. That's I'm, why, that's why I'm, I'm telling you. I'm going to wait for practice tomorrow night. And I'm going to go find out. I've yeah. got like four-hour blocks tomorrow. I know you're going to be down there. <laughs> Robbie, yeah. he stands back. Listen, well, I think here's what he does. Be down I, I, everybody uh, sees yeah. me. Robbie gets back here in the baseball stands. He watches it all. Yeah. But I, I'm out there. I like to get up close and personal with it. And I'm going to be down there for the junior high practice, the high school. I might be down there till midnight. You know, I, don't yeah, really yeah. I may just ease over there myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Get over on the back, along the fence myself. Interesting. Well, getting back to Robbie's question, I, I think it's going to be a perfect storm as far as crowds go. One, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Two, you know, everybody's been, you know, cooped up, cooped cooped up, up. for a year and a half, and they want to get out, and this is a perfect opportunity to get out. Uh, you see it sports venues, at, not just like bigger sports events, but like at little like racetracks there, right. yeah. or at other places. There's, there's places that set attendance records, you know. Uh, so I, I that fight that. last night yeah. with Conor McGregor, there wasn't a seat in the yeah, house. Donald so Trump I mean, came to that. Uh, oh, yeah. Poirier, because Connor broke his leg. It was bad. It, it was bad. It, it, yeah, it poked out of his leg. Con- it didn't break the skin, but it, it's the end of an yeah. iron. Yeah, yeah. He's probably his leg got broke. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it was yeah. where he planted to throw. It's a the same leg he broke in that second fight. So I'd say he's done pretty good. So you know, but you know, just seeing those capacity crowds, you know, there's there's a lot of people begging for tickets last year to watch this bud play last yeah. year. Yeah. Now they're all going to be over That's here. true. That's a good point, Joe, because a lot of people didn't get to come. Yeah. They wanted to come last year. You're right. I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I knew that, but I hadn't thought about it. You're right. Yeah. And I, I really don't think, because, see, they're going to be live streaming the games, Mountaintop is and everything. I don't think, I don't think that's going to hurt no, us. I don't think so at all. I think I people want to so. be out. People want yeah. social yeah. contact. People want to smell it, hear yeah. it, be yeah. part of it. If anything, yeah. it's going to be both. You're going to have people with their iPhones on listening to the yeah. game and watching it too. I've so heard that excuse, Heath, about ticket sales yeah. and stuff. This year, it will not matter. No, people want to be down there. I might listen to it on my phone, but I want to be down there. Yeah, know? yeah, I'd be okay. down there in the action. And it might be a crazy. It might be awesome. Well, well we, we kind of got to because we're the Hill Podcast, you know. Well, <laughs> have you noticed, though, really? I, I predicted this, honestly, back. Right, you know, when, we, when the COVID, when we started having the decline, the vaccination started to have, how do you feel about that? But, you know, we saw the numbers dropping. I said, this summer is going to be like the summer of 1969. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people are going to be partying. Yeah. People are going to yeah. be having barbecues. Woodstock. People man. are going to be traveling. Yeah. Because, I mean, people are going to be buying cars, motorcycles, boats. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, people are getting out and having fun. And, you know, rightfully so. I'm not criticizing them. And I think that's going to carry on into the fall and the fourth. I'll yeah, tell you this or, much, or, you know, or, off or football here, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, the next time we have Hillbilly Days, yeah. you're not oh, going to be dude. able to fit. Oh, oh, great point. Great point. I'm, great I'm leaving town. Yeah, yeah I'm leaving. Not me. Not me. I'm <laughs> taking the golf cart right down the middle. Yeah, right I'm, not gonna be, I'm not going to be able to get into my house. 
No, I like to breathe it in. I like to breathe it in amongst the people. Funnel cakes for everybody. And and speaking of hillbilly days, after we beat them for two years in a row, can you imagine what Belfry's going to look like if they've got all their people and our people over there? That's going to be insane. I I do have one question. It'll be awesome. I do have one question for both of you. We have a question on this. Do you guys think, what do you guys think about this holdback stuff? We got players being able to stay back a year, several people. I'm not dogging it or uh, anything like that, but you have some people staying back, some not. I mean, it's a. I I like it personally, but I I would like to get you guys' take on it. I'm not crazy about it. Uh, I think you're making an exception. That you know, where do you draw the line? Mm -hmm. I mean, how about next year? Let's say a kid is you know gets sick, you know, Mm -hmm. tragically. So you make an exception for that kid. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's not a real good example, but, yeah, yeah. you know, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're, we're doing it for one year and one year only. And how about the kids that were, didn't, that were the, the, just the whole spring sports in yeah. 2020? We didn't play yeah. baseball yeah. at all. Yeah. 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 Well, how about them? Or track. Yeah. How about them? Put, you know, yeah. baseball yeah. or track or girls softball. What do yeah. you think, Jerry B? That? What do you think about it? I'm all for it. I'm all, you're all for it. <laughs> this is, my little grandson just in the first grade, and he had a little trouble with the, his reading and stuff like that. So yeah. we took advantage of it and holding him back. Yeah. And uh, advantages, things yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And uh kid, you know, say uh what's the uh, the right kid? Yeah. He needs it. Somebody like that, the knee injury, two injury two yeah. what he missed two yeah. years. Yeah. He needs Rob- something like that. Robbie, I'm not trying to disagree with you, but let me ask you a question. Sure. If they would have gave you that option back in 1987. You get one more year to try to go get another ring. Would you have done it? Absolutely not. You wouldn't have done it? Absolutely not. Uh, the time was to go. I mean, we had done everything I'd set out to do. There was nothing else to do. Yeah. Why go back and, and take a change? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was done. The yeah. job was done. Yeah. I, time is to na- it's like this, Jimmy. This is kind of a – let me give you an example. If you have a river – there are creek that flows and it's been flowing the same way for decades. Yeah. And all of a sudden you dam that creek up and stop the natural flow of it. Yeah. That's a you, good hey, one. Hey, yeah. you start a flood. <laughs> so if we're damming the flow of people, of players moving, you're starting to maybe create a problem. It might yeah. increase transfers. Well, that's what I'm saying. What's yeah. going to happen to the kids that were waiting their turn and waited their turn to play now all of a sudden now you got the kid that was graduating staying back. Now you got a flood. You got you got too many players, too many chiefs on the ended. You know what? I never thought about it like Robbie, that. Robbie, yeah. I don't know if I agree with you, but you're a heck of a lawyer. It's a good one. You disrupt the natural yeah, flow. I know what you're saying. It creates problems. Imagine problems that you're not expecting. Yeah, imagine if if that happened, you might not hear the names. That were on that '89 team or that '88 exactly. team. Exactly. Yeah, you might not hear. Exactly. Yeah. My point exactly. You might not hear of a Steve Bailey. Getting, you might start getting dissension. You might start getting parents disgruntled. Oh yeah. yeah. You might start, and then you get a trickle down to your. Pro- I'm just saying, it's great on paper, and I get it. I yeah. do. I don't. I'm not saying that it's not. But let's see how, when you put it into play, yeah. in reality, how it's going to shake out. I yeah. think. Probably what you're going to see, Robbie, is you might see some of that stuff this year, but I think after this year. Yeah, well, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after this year, we're done with it anyway. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be, this kind of, year it, it'll be a transition. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I agree with you. Yeah. We made the choice to hold Corbin back, and it wasn't had 
nothing to do, and I repeat, nothing to do with athletics. Uh, he wants to be an electrician, and he didn't get to take vocational school last year. He wants to take perfect, two years. Perfect yeah. fit. Yeah. I uh, made the right you know, decision. To and I even it. told him, I yeah. said, you don't have to play football your senior year if you don't want to play. Mm-hmm. And he said, no. He said, I want to play, but he said, that's why I want to do it. And I said, well, that's fine. Well, I mean, a bonus to that is, is that the kid, Corbin, speaking of, uh, had an injury his freshman year that knocked him out of an entire year, and then his sophomore year he still had lingering effects yeah, yeah, of still, that injury. Yeah, he was still having problems with his sophomore. Year. Yeah, so that, that was very close to being a career-ending injury for that boy. I mean, he snapped both of his ankle bones in half and fractured one. So I mean, it. But I mean, I understand that you know there's kids all down through time that's had injuries and that that you know, and and I hate that, but you know. Well, Listen, if any kid is going to benefit from this, then it, then it was worth it. Okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know what I mean, honestly. But, but like I, I, said, I know 100% what you're saying. I do, I'm too. And I never did think of it the way you just said yeah. it. That was, yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's what better than any analogy Doug's ever said on the show ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna. That's why you're a judge. He's a judge, dude. What do you mean? He's been trained at this. Of course, he's gonna get the best arguments. That's why you're a judge, and I run trains. Both are important. But that's gonna be interesting to see. You know, when you know, I'm sure that there's some kids right now that were expected to to play. Yeah, that aren't gonna get to play. What's done with me, Robbie? Is you just saw Mr. Football. That kind of, and I like the kid from Beachwood. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. I like the kid. You like a kid from Beachwood? I know. I do. Get I, I off talk my show. To him. I'm mm-hmm. serious. I like the kid. He works hard, oh, man. He's, he's very he really That team, he deserved to be Mr. Football. His team would not have won a state title without him. Uh, and he stayed back. You know, and, and a lot of their team did. But, you know, and then a month later, after the announcement, he signs with DKU. You know, and, and it, it, it's tough, man. I, I don't know how it's going to end. I really hope it doesn't cause as many problems as, like you're saying, it's a normal flow. Yeah. And there is a lot of people. That's big. When I was in school, it still is. You wait your turn, and when you get your chance, you know, you don't get mad your freshman year, sophomore year. You wait your chance, and when you get it, you go. Yeah, but who's to say that you think it's your turn, okay, Mm -hmm. and everything else, and some kid transfers in out of here. Not anything in your control or the school's yeah. control. Good point. But, you know, and it's like I tell people all the time, well, you got people come down here all the time. Well, we ain't going to tell them they can't play. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, you know, if they show up sure. in the parking lot and want to come here, we're not going to tell them that. That's that variable. Sure. It is. So, but you're I talking mean, about selective, yeah. selective instances there. Yeah. You're not talking about a statewide issue. Right. You know, but. Here's the thing that I want, I think a lot of people miss about sports in general is that. When you are out there on the field, especially when you play at a very competitive school like Pikeville, you're going to have people in front of you that you have to beat out. Yeah, yeah. That's with a job. You've got to go over there and apply, and you've got to be the best candidate, or they're not going to hire you. Yeah. It's in it, all, and I'll just go ahead and say it. There's a lot of people today that think a lot of things should be handed to them. Yeah. And when you're over here at Pikeville, the best player plays. And if you don't want that, that you know, with all, with, like you said, with the, with the. It don't matter who your daddy is. It yeah. don't matter how much money you got. It don't matter anything. It's, it's, I mean, dude, think about this. We had the president of the Booster Club kid, and he didn't start last year as a senior. You know, zero. Great kid, you know, and heck of a special teams player. But he didn't start last year on varsity, and his dad was president of the Booster. You know, so that's just, I mean, when I played, 
I started over Terry Deskins' kid who owned Deskins Motors, you know. And my dad wasn't, I mean, we wasn't poor, but we wasn't, we, I mean, we, 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 couldn't, we couldn't buy candy or anything. Yeah, it's always so, been that way. You know, that's just kind of how it is over here, and I, I don't think it's an accident why we're always good is it's because of that. And when you have when you have that competitiveness, and you have it's either do or die, dude. When there's pressure to perform, yeah, it matters. And yeah. I will always say this: football teams are the heartbeat of our community. Yeah, and it does. It unites this community. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And there's some can, people that, can, I, and you know, Robbie's a, a local, you know, uh, uh, well thought of, you know, member of the community and uh, an elected servant and everything yeah. else. Uh, you know, public servant. You know, they, this town can be at each other's throats for six, eight, nine months out of the year. But for them three months, I agree. Yeah. for them three to four months, you know, from, from August to December, hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're one mind and one accord. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's the beauty part about it. All right, I got a, I got a question for you and Jerry B. And this yeah. is going to be, a, I don't know how I'm going to word this. You knew Hillard back in the 70s. You knew Hillard quite well in the 80s. Did he change any? Yeah, yeah. You knew Hillard. Did he change any? You know how he went about things. You know over the times, or was it just the same? You know, drill sergeant mentality. You know, just full steam ahead, all that stuff. I mean, great question. It is. That's a great question. I saw him from '72 to '78 and didn't see no difference. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, after '78, you know, the whole time from '72 to '78, we only had three coaches. Yeah, and he started getting some help in there, which yeah. he needed. Yeah, and actually, we only had two coaches, Toby Wagner. All he did was keep stats, and uh, it was him and Bill Alaric. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he changed in that sense, I think. But as far as me and Coach Hard, yeah, see him right here today. It's Coach Hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come up and give you a kidney punch? Yeah. Kidney punch. He'll ask you how you're doing. He'll put you on, put an arm around you, and uh, yeah. He's I have Coach two Hard. grown children, a house payment. <laughs> You know, I've been married for 23 years. If I see him, it's still Coach Howard, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Robbie. I, I, I might be able to answer this, and I know you didn't even Go ask ahead. me. Yeah. No, I was asking everybody. Yeah. It's three different decades saw, of healer. Well, here's the interesting thing, and I might be one of – I have a unique perspective on this because I was there as a kid, you know, and I saw you guys play. And, man, he didn't let up – I think he knew exactly what he had, Tim, and he, he, put, he pressed and he pushed, and that's what they needed. But but I did, and, and, and Pipeville changed a lot in those early 90s. We had a lot of problems in this community. Uh, drug problem. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, just being honest. He, he And I'm not saying he got softer at all. He was still tough on it. He, I mean, I, he was still hard. But I'm telling you, he had more of an arm around you, guidance, that, that I didn't see prior to that. A little more nurturing. A maybe. little bit more nurturing. And maybe it's because his kids got older. And he, 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 But I'm telling you, he, he, was, a, he was a little different. Yeah. And in a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah. Our teams were as good as they could be. I played yeah. at Shelby Valley for a guy who tried to be Hillard Howard, and nobody took him seriously. And I think you have to have that side, mm-hmm. because that guy never went and put his arm around you after practice mm-hmm. and said, you know, hey, I'm tough on you because I believe in you. I'm tough on you because I know what you can do, okay? I'm tough on you because he's tough on you because he sees things in you that you may not even see yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, that guy never done that at Shelby Valley. It was just always right, 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 right. Hillard was, a, 
was was real. You okay. know what I'm saying? It, it was it was real with him, and you could tell it was real with him because yeah, I mean he punched me on top of the helmet one day, and I saw stars. <laughs> and uh, you know because I jumped off sides and right, but uh, you know then he's coming up after practice. Listen, man, I'm tough on you because I believe in you. You know, if I didn't believe in you, number one, you wouldn't be out here. Number two, I wouldn't be tough on you. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of, that's the type of guy. That's the realness of it. You know, that that's what made him and makes him to this day genius. He, he was the ultimate motivator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was, I mean, he was, you know, that, that was probably his best quality. I mean, he was a football guy from all knowledge, but he, he could recognize talent. He put people in the right spots where they were going to succeed. He was a great evaluator of talent in my mind. He was yeah. a great, fantastic motivator. And what I saw in the 80s when I played, he did, just like you said, Jerry B. We had great assistant coaches, and he began to trust them. Yeah. A little more. A little he delegated more. to them. Now, he was always in charge. Now, he you guys was had in charge. Keno, he was in charge. Yeah. And it was his way or the highway. But he did listen to the input, and he would bend, and he would go along with, when you know, if he saw something that maybe wasn't his idea that was working, mm-hmm. he'd go with it. Yeah. You know, we threw the ball in the, yeah. you know, my, you yeah. know, which we never done really. You know not. We never. I think Bill Alera had a lot Bill to do with losing the old genius. Bill Alera. I would even say Jr. Love to have Coach Alera on the show. X and O genius. Mayhan. Or was it? Yeah, yeah the Mayhem was when I was. Phillips and Trivett. He was DB coach, back to receivers coach. I mean, it was. I think that Bill Alaire, Hillard Howard um, meshing there yeah. was magical because you had a guy that was a motivator. Yeah. That knew football, but then you had more of a strategist and an X's and O's yeah. guys. Yeah. And it. It just was perfect. For all you Alabama fans, that's Bear Bryant and Dave Jimson. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Bill Parcells really? and Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard, let's run that again, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. One more time, Bill. <laughs> run it again. Well, run it again, Bill. When Robbie played, I'm sure it was the same thing. For two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and a half, Coach Howard coached and was up on you. I mean, he'd get after you. Yeah. Practice is over. He'd get everybody around. He'd joke with you and point yeah. you out yeah. and say, yeah, I got a little trouble there in science class today. <laughs> you stay after practice here. I'm going to talk to you. And everybody yeah. be laughing. Know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And you say, well, why don't you two stay here with us? And, uh, you, <laughs> hey, Jerry, did, was on. did you, do you know what, uh, you know what Hillard still calls Bub? No. Ted. Oh, it's Ted. Say, it's yeah. Ted. And to this day, it's Ted, our dad's name. He, Ted. Would, he would hang a nickname yeah. on you. And, and he would just always go around like, hey, he Ted. He knew my dad yeah. really. Always call me Ted, and he's. I'd say, Coach, my name's Heath. He's like, Okay, Ted. <laughs> and I will always say this: they should rename Balbama Seal Heath Robinson Way. Heath Robinson. <laughs> because listen, I he, he almost he, he died on that hill. I'm not kidding you, man. Coach Howard, he made us run from the high school field yeah. up to the track and then run forty forties. And I, know you just mentioned it about the nineties. I know a lot of what you boys were doing in the nineties. So I'd say that was an adventure yeah. in itself. It was the hard. It was one of. I'll tell you, man. Well, you that was a coach, difficult. You got Coach Howard behind me running with a bullhorn in a car in a Bronco yeah. with a bullhorn out the sunroof. Hey, it was really you're not quitting. <laughs> oh God! I was like, yes, sir. I'm not quitting. Did he make you all do that? Run up the Bob Amos Hill. We referred to it as running handball. Running hand, that was what we referred to it as. I, I don't know who started that, but that's 
We'd run. We'd start at the high school, run up. Uh, we'd run 40-yard sprints. I, you know, didn't have any, I don't know, 15, 20, 25, then we'd run back. Did you all dread it as much as they oh, did? Yeah. So, here's the beauty part. You didn't have to be fast. You just had to be faster than he. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be hard. Right? I'm kidding. I'm He's kidding. not called lightning for nothing, I'm, people. I'm geared for torque, not speed. There you go. That hill wasn't in, there when we played. Oh, oh, what did you all do, Jerry? We ran the grass down here. Ran the grass down there. Run the baseball field. <sighs> Yeah. But I still, I but know it was that. Grass, you know, it wasn't too bad, but it's hot, man. Oh, 100%. Twice a day. Mm-hmm. Well, let me throw this out there. What do you all expect? Obviously, we're expecting a lot from this team. Yeah. Why do you think, I mean, let me, how do I phrase this? What is going to be the difference for this team? What is going to be something that we can rely on this year? I mean, what's going to be the backbone of this game? Running game. Wow. Running game? Let me line, tell you. Let me tell you. Line and running game, and it's it's, it's well, you know. Has yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I say that is because you have, in my opinion, you have four running backs in that backfield that can go for fifteen hundred yards at any point in time. We're deeper than we yeah. have been. Blake Birchfield. You have uh, Blake Cottle, who's uh, going to be a sophomore this year that I'm hearing good things about. You've got Alex Rogers, who's got a year under the system, very talented athlete. And then you've got Hootie, that kid that transferred in last year that's Braden got a whole – uh, Braden Thomas, that's got a whole year in the system as well. Not to mention you got Brandon Anthony, who's going to be a very talented young man uh, coming out of junior high. Jerry freshman. B knows all about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, a freshman. A player. I know he's a freshman. He's a player. But he's, he's a, a player. Yeah. He's a special he freshman. Is, well, yeah. That goes a yeah. lot. We've heard it. You know, I'm just saying that's hard. To Not to mention – in in case yeah. somebody gets hurt, he can yeah. step in and play. Here's my – We didn't lose nothing. I think the running game is going to be fantastic, mm-hmm. but I think that our defense is going to win games. Yeah, I, we are so deep, we're so athletic, and we're so daggone big. You we saw, you saw signs. We are big. You up saw up. signs last year of how good that. No one's going to be able to run over us, and yeah. no one's going to be able to throw on. Yeah, consistently. So I think this is one of those. I, and I, I think we're so deep and so athletic on defense. I just, I really think that as good as the running games, I think you're right, Gerald. I think defensively, we will be fantastic. It's one of the only years, and this is rare. Boys, I'm telling you, we're getting ready, I think, to have a good three or four years, man. This is one of the years where we've got depth. We've even got backups for people in several places. Exactly. That we can rotate. Big up front. At linebacker, up front. uh, Big and strong. For real. And yeah. I like our I like our corners. We hey, listen, they yeah. were young last year. Free safety. We got a good. We got some good safeties. We got some good corners. Yeah, they, they know what to do. They had that year under their belt. I think we're gonna be tough. Even in our passing years. What speaks volumes of all this is that none of us yet has mentioned our D one All State candidate quarterback. I'm sure. I mean, you know? I, I well, that's a given. That's a given in the room. Yeah, knows. No, and I mean, you got to. Fr- that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, normally in any other time, everybody'd say, "Well, we'll go as far as yeah. Isaac takes it." But I mean, we've got so many other pieces. I'm also curious that's about that's gonna help Isaac. That's. I'm, that, that I was getting, I got to point this out, Robbie. The biggest question mark is how have our wide receivers developed? That's going to be the big question mark, and I think they're going to do a lot better than they did last year. But how well? You know what I'm saying? And you're talking to a wide receiver. I yeah. tell, tell you who's going to. I think should get the ball, and of course I'm, I'm not advocating one or the other. I think that Blake Collins needs to get the ball Absolutely. in space. I need mean, yeah. to throw the yeah. end. Yeah. 
uh, that kid so can go quick. out and get it. Strong. I mean, really, as a running back, he's fantastic. But as a receiver, slot, around, slot, slot, a yeah. slot type receiver, yeah. I'm telling you. He fits the prototypical body frame yeah. and the quickness, he, man. He's he a, can separate. He's a running back yeah. that can catch the ball. I mean, he can. he's a yards after catch kind of guy. Yeah. I, really, yeah. I think Blake can. Well, also, I mean, you look at yeah. our backfield, though, you've got Blake Cottle and Blake Burksfield who are both basically kind of the same player. You know what I'm saying? Can catch and they're, they're both catch kind of the Swiss Army knife. You know, Blake Burkfield proved last year he can run tough, which really surprised me. I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I just because of his body type, I didn't think he could handle that type of punishment, but he did. Sure did. And, uh, you know, did it in a big way against Belfry and against all these other schools. So you've got those two guys that you can plug in, and then you've got a, a bull, you know, but your short yardage guy, you know, in Braden Thomas, and then you've got a kid like Alex Rogers who can kind of do his one. Yeah. He just needs to get used to a full season. Yeah. He, he needs to be able to take the punishment and get and a be able lane. to yeah, lean forward lean yeah. and stand straight he up. He stands a lot. Yeah. He'll get better. I think that year helped him, and I think it's going to get a lot better. But I would love to see those two guys that we're talking about at running back. Slots, yeah, that's dangerous. And not only that, and not just you know toot your horn because your boy is you know Sam. I like to see if Sam could get out there and do some things on offense. Well, he had this one year. of the yeah. best free safety years as a yeah. I mean, he's an athlete. He I mean, awesome. put the ball in his hands and see what he can do. I mean, I came to you after that racing game. I was like, man, that should be our start safety. Yeah, we never yeah, had a salt. That's one thing that I think last year was critical. And you know, I get it. We're all upset. We got beat by it. Okay, guess what? We learned a lot. Yeah. And we switched a lot of guys out. We, we switched a lot of guys out here and there. We I think this year going in, if I'm, I know who can do what. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're going to see people lock stuff in. Yeah. And I think you're going to see people lock stuff in early. Yeah. And and really, this is going to be a good team. I know it. I asked both, everybody here a question, though. Like, you mentioned the size. You know, we're so daggone big. When's the last time you've seen a Pikeville team this big Ooh. up front? Well, I mean – 2015 wasn't that big. 2015, I think they're bigger than 2015. They're bigger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know B's probably seen some teams. I mean, Chris Shoe made and and all them. Well, me and Doug played, you know, you had me, you had Britney, you know, well, not me. We were big. You weren't big at all. It wasn't big at all. It's a different size. Yeah. It's had a big helmet. Yeah, it just had a big helmet. I carried a big water bucket. The size is there and the depth is there. This might be the first time that, that I've seen personally. We can rotate, like Alabama, like LSU. Yeah. Exactly. Rotate defensive linemen. That, yeah. that, that could be critical. You can have specialists on the yeah. line. You can have, yeah. you can have a run-stopping uh, nose guard. You can have a pass-rushing nose guard. Right? Yeah. Depending. Yeah. You know and I mean? you I'm can have defensive ends on yeah. third and long. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh. I may not, but uh, I mean, you, know, you got big size, but hey, man, they don't get off the ball. And block the thing and about that is, is that with size don't matter. Exactly, like you know, B pointed it out in today's football. What is it tra- transformed into? You guys were run, 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 run. Who's bigger? Who's stronger? Yeah. Today, it's getting kids out in space and 
seeing if those linemen can get out there and move and go tackle people now, out in space. The, I'm sorry, but I hate dude, it. Doug, I it fits us, it, dude. But I hate we it. always it, got skill play. on grass. It's it terrible. Yeah. We always got good quarterbacks well, running back, I mean, wide receivers. Space, I mean, it it, it kind of started back when Matt played. You know, that was their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they had all yeah. those weapons. Well, I know, Pike, yeah. well, you have to do it just because of our numbers oh, and, and yeah. we're normally not as big, but we got more skill and we got line and, and all that stuff. But, you know, part of me kind of misses the days when you could just line up and, and just wishbone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can still run it in my head oh, right yeah. now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, but listen, if we don't quit, we're going to dehydrate this. We're, gonna, we're all yeah, going to die. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're in a garage with no fan. <laughs> yeah. And I'm serious. I'm going to have to make them jump in the pool before they leave. Just the, pre-season. Yeah. the preseason podcast. I'm yeah. happy to be part of it. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, we, we love having you guys And listen, on. if you see Robbie over there at practice, make sure he's on the fence, all right? I'm going to yeah. drag I'm him in there. You better get him in there, man. All right. I hate, to, I hate to do this. And I know some of y'all don't know you know what's going to happen but uh we do a little as doug called it what it's a pre pre uh, uh intoxication i don't know I, wait what prognostication oh, yes 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 yes, yes, yes. change the name of the show to jr slaughters the english language yeah <laughs> that's fine that's why i'm so uh like this is going to be a great show so all that. right so i'm going to go ahead robbie yeah can can you tell us what you think about this season, before we get off here, can you give us a record that you think that they're going to have this year? Let me look at the. Well, we'll start with Bub. What do you want to? What What do you think this year? Uh, well, we got nine games, right? We never did pick it ten, which is how you know it, it's weird. Johnson Central has eight games. No, we got ten. We got ten we games. Got 10. Yeah. Right. We, we got picked up that Virginia thing. Yeah, yeah. So we got yeah. ten. I'm thinking probably eight and two because I, I I think a loss to probably. Probably back to back losses on the road to Lexington Christian Belfry, and you know not one of them wins. That just makes me mad. I, I know really. you want it, man, but I'm and I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Look, nobody will be happy to be wrong about this to me, but I just think those teams back to back like that is just going to be a, a tough out. Yeah, it's going to be a tough ask for anybody. Uh, Douglas, I know you're going. Uh, to- I'm just going to tell you, I was mad last year. We should have been undefeated. Uh, we beat Belfry. We lost the game. We weren't ready to play at mentally as players. Flex, but, yeah, yeah. You know, there was a couple. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm saying undefeated. We should win the state title. I think these guys yeah. got a chip on their shoulder. I'll be disappointed. I if we didn't don't. tell you how the postseason was going. I'm just yeah. talking about. The oh yeah, yeah. We're just going to go. Oh, I'll go season. ahead and call my shot gonna, on the postseason. Yeah, undefeated. We should win the state title. Yeah. I don't think any more than one loss in the regular season. No more than one. I think highly likely to be undefeated. Lexington Christian on the road will be a tough will be a tough game. That's the toughest Can, game. That's the toughest game on the road. Can we beat them? Absolutely. We weren't ready. We weren't. We really, you know, all the circumstances around that game, we did not give our best effort. It wasn't for lack of trying. We just didn't play we just well. Weren't prepared. We yeah, just I mean, did yeah. not. We didn't have a chance. Yeah, we didn't have a chance to be prepared. Yeah, I mean, so that's not going to happen this year. Uh, I think that's a tough game. Could it go either way? Yeah, but that, I think that's I think that's really the only loss the regular season, in my opinion. What do you think, B? And a state championship. I think it's a state championship. Seven and three. Seven and three. Well, awesome. Hey, you got three tough road games in a row. Then we do go to Hazard, right? Yeah. Anything can happen over there, and you know when you get off the bus, you're down two, maybe Ooh, three touchdowns. Referees. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, 
Now, see, listen. <laughs> I know that. I started something. We're going to slaughter We're going to beat the boys. Them boys are going to take it. Person. We're gonna beat the brakes off. Well, we can beat them forty. We gotta beat them sixty to yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, right. So, which 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 teams here? I mean, do you think uh, the Belfry? Well, the Lexington Christian game. You know, Dougie Charles. I played with him. Yeah, he would rather beat Pottle than that. Sean Thacker from Hazard would rather beat Pottle. Yeah, and that's big. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Who's the other one? Belfry over there. Yeah. Dixon. He come back just so he could beat Pottle. <laughs> I'm not. He's he managed it his freshman year, but that's yeah, about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Who's yeah. the other one? Let's see. Uh, Brisbane Madison. Uh, uh Madison. 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 Central. Central. Yeah. Madison. Who knows what they got? It's a big school. Yeah. I know. How are, how good are they? I don't mean to interrupt you. What yeah, that's all. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Cash is going on name recognition on those streets, but hazard on the road. Five A suburban Lexington. Yeah, but what I'm saying, we should be playing for the state championship, even if we're seven and three going into the final game. Yeah. Seven and three, eight, eight and four, whatever. Yeah. Raceland's gonna be tough. They were young yeah. last year, but my my thing was, and and it's not got anything to do against the team or the coaches or anything else. The reason why I, I think it's going to be incredibly hard to beat Belfry is because it's at Belfry. That's true. And we're going for three in a row against them. Do you think that they are going to take that lay it down when we show up? Like that? I don't think no. they ever took it lay down. You know, no. I mean, you've you got you've got a. a Referees over there still on Massey's payroll over there. <laughs> and, you know, everything else. I mean, it, it's it's just going to be a tough one to win. <clears throat> Pass interference. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, you sorry. had to bring that stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that game in 95 was fueled from 94 when we come over here and beat the brakes off of them my senior year. And that's the first time we beat them in four or five years at that point. Yeah. So that, that was kind of fueled by that. That's what I'm saying. Do you think... Let's just put it this way, okay? Uh, there's going to be people getting pulled over yeah. and possibly arrested. Well, probably not anymore. Cause, but, uh, you know, at one time, if you beat Belfry over there, you may as well count on it. You were going to get pulled over. <laughs> That's old days. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just they are not going to – I don't blame them. I'm not saying they're – they're bad people for it, but I'm just saying, you know, that's a team that's not used to losing, especially to us. Oh, yeah, well. And if we go over there and go for, and we're going for three in a row, and and especially if we wait, isn't this the fourth? Back, no, three. Third. Is it third? Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it, Sorry, I lost count in the wins, Heath. My oh, bad. Yeah, my like bad, Heath. Like it's like that, that fourteen and stuff. Yeah, I forget. But anyway, I, I'm just saying it, it. You know, it's going to be really hard that's to go for third win. Yeah. And you know Jerry B says seven to three, and and you know there's some people gonna be like, well, you should have been under, we should have said undefeated. Let me tell you something, 2015 probably doesn't happen if 2014 didn't happen. Yeah, we've said that on the show before. They were so motivated, and 2019 probably doesn't happen if 2018 doesn't ha- you know happen with the uh, with the beach Max football teams. I, I've said it on here before, and this is not intended as a slight against Coach Max. They do better as the hunter as opposed to the hunted. Yeah. And, you know. They're, they're on the hunt this year. I hope it motivates some of these guys. The me saying seven and three. I hope it motivates them to go ten and oh. Exactly. I mean, shoot. Say I mean, ten. Say oh and ten. Uh, ten. We're going to win nothing, man. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be lucky to win two. Yeah. <laughs> I'll win two games this year, man. Phelps is going to smoke us. Hey, hey. Dominic Francis has been it's, over for 15 years. He's going to smoke us. All right. So. <laughs> We're going to call it a podcast here today because we might have a heat stroke as soon as we get up here. So, it's all right. (laughs) We had a heck of a podcast today. Yeah, man. Great show.
Every, and Lord have mercy. If we, if we don't get ratings for this show, there's something wrong somewhere. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you, Robbie. Bringing the community together a little yeah. more. It really is. Well, hey, pre game. Free game, we're going to be over there. We'd love to have you boys on for a free game over there. You know, tailgate. Yeah. Yeah, we might. We, you know, we're going to do yeah, some big things. We don't want to give away too much, but yeah. Hey, we got some stuff for the work. radio used to be in back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sirens going off. Like, live. You know, that's Yeah, hey, hey. We're going to be. The Hell Podcast is, is going places. So. We appreciate these two boys over here that believe in this podcast for coming on here and helping us out again and, it, you, it, you know, just having a conversation Door with you. Doors always open, yeah. gentlemen. Have a great time. But uh, we're going to call it a podcast. You can check it out tonight on my Facebook, J.R. Robinson, on Bub's Facebook, Heath Robinson, and Allison Doug Powers' Facebook. Jerry B. will share it. Robbie will share it. And, uh, you know, you, you can get it uh, on their Facebooks, and then you can go to Twitter and your uh, Heath underscore smash. Yeah. And then Doug is just Doug Powell. Yeah, Doug Powell. Yeah, and then uh, you could, if you got Bub on Twitter, if y'all wouldn't care to share it on there too as well. But uh, And then when you get it on there, when you go to the podcast thing, hit subscribe up there at the top so that whenever our podcasts come up, you automatically get them. Okay. And leave us a review. And if leave us bad, if it's bad. Up. If it's bad, blame me. I don't care. I'm the host. I take all the punishment anyway. I'm the little brother. So it, you know, it is what it is. I've come to live with this. This is fine. Uh, after the show. Yeah, yeah. I need it. All right, all right. So, but thank you guys, and you're gonna love a show, plain and simple. But thank you to all our amazing sponsors: Bruce Walters, uh, First Guard Fence, Faith Pharmacy, and City Tire. We love you guys. Shop local. And that's the end, folks. So at the end of the day, hail Pikeville. Go Panthers.